Okay, this episode is gonna be a little different from some of the past episodes that I've done. In today's episode, I'm actually gonna share some of the things that I've been personally learning over the past six to nine months or so of diving into this space of the metaverse, NFTs, crypto, marketing, all of the things that we talk about every time on these episodes and the, the conversations that I'm having with so many people. But a lot of times I'm interviewing other people and this is the first time outside of the first few intro episodes that I'm actually gonna share what I've been learning and what I've been seeing in the space and some of the things that I'm excited about. So just to recap some of the experience I've gained over the past, uh, I would say about seven months of really being uh, intentional about learning more and really diving deep into the rabbit hole of Web3. So we're 17 episodes in on this podcast. This is gonna be number 18. I've had 11 guests. We're at about 6,000 downloads so far. Seems like it's it's actually picking up and people are, are getting value and really liking it. So that's exciting. I've purchased 36 NFTs. Um, I've contributed to the marketing strategy and overall plan of a handful of NFT projects now, Satoshi's Index, uh, Veloce Car Club, chatted with a number of other teams, attended my first blockchain and NFT event. That was actually last weekend, Supermint down in LA. And I attended the grand opening of the world's first ever NFT museum, which is here in Seattle. Met dozens of project founders, builders, artists, creatives, entrepreneurs, thought leaders in the space. I don't like to call anybody an expert because the space is so new that there's not really experts. There's people that have a lot more experience that have been in the game a while, but it's changing so fast. So I've been able to connect with a lot of people that are moving the space forward. And then I've purchased and studied a number of different comprehensive resources and like NFT marketing resources and an NFT playbook, different things where people have invested a lot of time, energy, and effort, interviewed lots of people, done a lot of case studies. And so I've studied those and then just countless conversations that I've had with so many people. So I'm not gonna be able to share everything that I have learned through doing those things in just the next 10, 15 minutes, but I'm gonna do my best to recap and at least share some of the things that I'm personally learning and that I'm excited about. So let's get into it. Hey, are you interested in marketing, community building, NFTs and crypto, social media, and the metaverse? It's all moving fast and it's easy to be overwhelmed. No one knows the future and no one knows exactly what the intersection of these things will look like. My name is Mark Robinson and I do my best to break it down as we connect with leaders in the space and figure it out together. Thanks for listening as we laugh, learn, and lean into the future of digital marketing. All right, so number one, there are endless opportunities to learn, do, collaborate, understand, be a part of things, which is exciting, but in this space, you really do have to be selective. You have to pick your battles and putting up boundaries is really crucial or you're gonna end up working 24 seven. Um, I've definitely had a lot of late nights. If you're diving into this space, you probably have too, um, but that's just because there is so much to learn. And especially it's, it's a global space where people all over the world are connected and are contributing towards building everything in Web3 and the metaverse and NFTs, which is a huge perk and it's a benefit where the world's gotten so much more connected and so much smaller, it seems like. But at the same time, you know, if you're, if you're in Discord, and people are jumping in saying, GM, good morning, and it's 9 p.m. It's because they're probably in the UK or Australia or somewhere else in the world. And so it makes it easy to lose a lot of sleep. So setting boundaries, being selective and intentional with your time is really important. And if you want to build something in this space, if you're building a team or partnering with other people, um, specialists that are really good at what they do are valuable resources for you. Because if you're trying to do everything yourself and you're not building a team and you're trying to be a one-man show, 
It's an endless rabbit hole with so much information, so many concepts to grasp and understand. And so I think it's really valuable to be selective with your time, put up boundaries, choose to work during certain hours or leverage other people's experience and resources so that you don't have to be a complete expert. So that's number one. The second thing is being targeted in your approach, which kind of goes into that a little bit of, hey, partner up with people who kind of can fill in the gaps for you. But being targeted in your approach is a little bit different where, you know, both from a consumer standpoint and from a building or a marketing point of view, um, it can be easy to join a lot of communities, be really surface level everywhere, but a lot more fruit comes from being fully invested into a select few communities where you can really invest and kind of plant your flag and um, spend time. If you're building something or marketing, your goal is not to appeal to everyone in the world or even everyone who's in crypto or everyone who's into NFTs. That's way too broad. And if you try to attract everyone, you really will have a hard time retaining anyone. This is not like unique to Web3, right? Like if you're in marketing, you're not trying to attract and market to the whole world. That's just not how things work. Um, <clears throat> but I think because NFTs are already kind of a small niche that people tend to think that's niche enough and they don't have to be more targeted or more specific than that. But if you're trying to reach anyone and everyone who's interested in crypto and NFTs, that is going to be way too broad. And so it is a niche, but am I, am I saying that word right? Niche, niche? I don't know how to say it. Regardless, it's important to carve out your own space and be intentional about what you're building, who you're building it for. And that's going to allow you to create something, whether it's an NFT project, uh, a new company, an offshoot of your traditional business that's going to attract a community that is like minded, that shares similar values and that will engage and stick around. If it's super generic, they'll likely move on and find a community where they feel more personal, right? Where it's, where it's actually more personal to them. You know, if somebody were to ask me, Hey, are you interested in a time management course? Maybe not really, even though probably the biggest challenge that I have is being effective with my time and being able to do all of the things that I want to do. But if somebody offers me a, just a generic time management course, I probably don't have time for it. Right. But if somebody says, Hey, are you a digital marketing agency owner and looking to transition your energy towards Web3 to capitalize on the space, but having a hard time fitting it all in? This course can help. All of a sudden, I am now very interested in, wow, this is specific to me. Like that is a very niche offer, right? And because of that, you know, how much would I pay for just a generic time management course? If I would take it at all, I wouldn't pay much. If somebody says, hey, here's a, you know, $2,000 course that's specific to agency owners looking to transition that will help you plan out your time and be extremely effective. It'll save you lots of time and energy and allow you to win in the space. Then, I mean, I'm not sure if I would buy that or not, but it becomes a way more compelling offer because it's so niche, because it's so specific, it's not generic to anybody, right? And you might be listening to this and maybe you're an engineer or an artist and you're not a, uh, a digital marketing agency. And so that may not be relevant for you. But the point is, if you pick a niche and you're targeted towards that, you're going to attract the right people that are going to be the most relevant for that community. And people will be way more invested. It'll be a lot more sticky versus just being broad and generic. One of my current mantras is do less better. So in the vein of being targeted, it extends beyond just marketing and community building in general. If I'm doing too many things, 
it's really hard to be excellent or world-class at anything, right? But by being selective in where I invest my energy, where we all invest our energy, if you pick and choose and you're very selective and intentional with where you spend your time, you can be way more valuable, efficient in the few areas that you choose. And that's not just business, that's in relationships, that's life in general, right? So number one, set boundaries. Number two, be targeted in your approach. Number three, marketing versus community. They're not the same. And I think community is a huge aspect of marketing in Web3 for sure. However, and I think it's more important in Web3 than it ever has been before. Like this new era of, of marketing is all about building community, but building community and marketing still are different. So marketing can bring a lot of eyeballs and attention to a community, but forging actual like real relationships and engaging a long-term solid community that takes intentionality, that takes time, that's not just a big marketing campaign. Marketing campaign can help, but that doesn't build a community for you. Creativity and big budgets can speed up a community building process, but one, that's not always the goal. The goal is not always to, how fast can I build a community? And I see this a lot with NFT projects where it's, hey, we're launching an NFT project in two weeks or four weeks or six weeks, and we really wanna sell out. Can you help us build a community? And Building a community, one, with the intention of just selling something in two to four weeks, you're not really building a long-term community. That's just a sales strategy that you're trying to come up with, right? And two, the goal is not always necessarily, it's not always best to build something fast. Real relationships take time to build. But again, creativity and big budgets can speed up that process. Not all of us are gonna be able to compete with somebody like an Adidas, but an example is when they purchased a Bored Ape for 46 ETH, which was at the time that was over 150 grand and seemed like a big investment. But one, that was a really great and smart PR stunt. Like that was a really good marketing move and it was a good investment. Bored Ape Yacht Club, their floor price is now 81 ETH. So their investment has probably more than doubled since they purchased that, I think in September, 2021. So in what, six, seven months, their investment doubled from 150 to 300, 400 grand. So that's cool. But in addition to that, the amount of press and like that was, that was really good marketing in order to get a lot of eyes on Adidas, their whole into the metaverse campaign that they did. They partnered with G Money, Punk's comic, and done properly, that could definitely help them build a community very quickly because they're almost buying into a community, right? And I would imagine they did put a lot of thought into that. But if they did not, imagine if they didn't put much energy into the community side of things and all they did was buy that, do the little press, you know, at the very beginning, then they might get a lot of Twitter followers, a lot of people that maybe download the Adidas app. I know I did, I never had it before. I haven't really used it since, but I did download their app because of this whole thing that they did with buying a board ape and, and the Into the Metaverse campaign. Um, but how are they keeping them engaged? Are they actually fostering a real community or did they just generate some upfront sales, get a few followers and get some good PR in that moment? And so that's where community building comes in is taking all of the attention that you're getting from the marketing and turning that, directing that into a good community by fostering that attention and building relationships with people that are interacting with the community. And there's a lot of specific strategies and tactics that you can and that you should use to foster a strong community to build that. I'm not gonna dive into all of those today. We've had some other episodes that are about that and there will be more that are diving specific into how to actually effectively build a community, but Relationships do take time, this isn't new. Relationships and community are built on trust and trust takes time to build. It can be destroyed in seconds, but it takes time to grow and to develop. 
And especially in this space, I think because there's been a lot of rug pulls and scams and money grabs and things like that that have gotten a lot of attention and there's a lot of hype, but not really anything of value or substance to back it up. I mean, if you use the hashtag NFT on Instagram, you'll have about 25 bots probably commenting in about five seconds about their NFT project or their mentor making them millions, right? Like we've all seen that stuff. And so because of that, people are a bit skeptical and rightly so, and it can take time to just earn their trust. So from a values perspective, following through on your word and any expectations that you've communicated, being human, remembering that people on the other side of the the PFPs, the profile pictures, avatars, Discord usernames, there's humans on the other side of that stuff. And so valuing people, adding value to people, following through on any commitments, being consistent, all of those qualities and characteristics are going to go a really long way in building trust with your community. They may not alone actually build you a strong community, but at least they'll ensure you're not giving people a reason to leave. One thing that I have, and this is going to be number four here, one thing that I've advocated for and helped people do for a long time is building a brand. That's what we do in our agency at Brandtegic. And I've known the value of that, but it takes time and energy and it's way easier not to do it, right? And so I've known that it opens up and allows for opportunities that you otherwise wouldn't be considered for, but it's an investment of time, energy, thought, uh, just mental capacity, right? And so by no means do I personally have a huge brand now, but just by over the past few months now, putting myself out there more with this podcast and consistently creating some content and sharing relevant content on social, that's opened up some cool opportunities. Like every week I am having people that are reaching out that are either wanting to jump on the podcast or maybe an NFT project, asking for ideas and help with marketing. Industry events are now reaching out about like media partnerships. And I just had somebody reach out to sponsor the podcast, which is super exciting. And I'm honored that that people are reaching out about this because I feel like I'm like, I'm still a newbie. I'm still learning so much in this space, but I don't know where all those things are going to go, but I do know that they're all inbound opportunities that are people reaching out to me that would not have happened if I had not invested the energy into creating this content and putting myself out there and sharing this journey with you guys. And so that's just the beginning stages of what can happen by investing into a brand. And on a personal level, it's a lot more easy and comfortable for me to hide behind others and not invest time or take the extra few moments to share my own thoughts, even on this podcast, like outside of the first few intro episodes, this is the first episode of me just sharing my own thoughts. And in general, I tend to put the spotlight on other people. Maybe that's me being humble, but I think it's probably me defaulting to stay more in my comfort zone. Or maybe it's like, maybe it's a self-worth issue of questioning, Hey, do I really have value to offer people and sharing. But one of my biggest goals this year is to develop my own voice. And I consume and share a lot of information from other people, but I'm really going to be making an effort. And this podcast is an example to collect and develop my own thoughts and share my own voice and doing so like for any of us investing in your brand, sharing your own voice that allows me, you, all of us to connect with people who really resonate with us. And so again, the goal is not to attract anyone and everyone. If you start a podcast or build your brand, there's enough to go around. People that really enjoy my content may not love yours. People that love your content probably won't be the best fit for my audience. And so in putting yourself out there and letting people get to know you, you give people the opportunity to understand who you are, what you're all about, and people that resonate with your values and your content and your energy, they're going to stick around and 
they're going to be part of your community. Marketing yourself is expensive, both in it from a time perspective. And also if you're investing into content, you can spend as much money as you want on doing that. Some of the, the big like influencers and whatever, like they've got a whole content crew and that kind of stuff, right? For me, um, and for a lot of us starting out, you don't, you're doing a lot of things yourself at the very beginning. And so it's definitely a time investment, but personally, I'm, I'm very expectant that'll pay off for me. We've all seen people who've invested into their brand and it has paid off for. And so if you already have a business or brand that you've been investing into, keep going. If not, I would encourage you to get started just from the little traction that I've seen so far. And there are ways that you can transition an existing audience and following into an engaged community and bring them along too as we all move towards the metaverse and the future of what social media and communities will be as all this stuff evolves. So those are some of the things that I have been learning, some of the things that I'm thinking about and processing recently. I appreciate you guys listening to me, share my thoughts, what I'm learning, what I'm working on, like all of us. And I've said this multiple times, but I still have so much to learn. There's just an endless amount of stuff to consume in this space. But I'm excited that I'm in the arena, that I'm investing my energy in this space. I expect blockchain, NFTs, the metaverse, DeFi, all these things to continue to transform the world, really. And I think it's kind of a once in a decade opportunity to capitalize on a shift that's happening right now. Some of my biggest heroes are people like Tom Bilyeu, Gary Vee, Peter Diamandis, and all of them are like all in in this space. And there's more joining every day that are too. But so I'm just excited to be a part of it, excited to be diving in with it, hopefully bringing a lot of you along with me as we figure it out together. And some of the things that I'm looking at doing right now, I'm looking at launching my own NFT project, starting a community while I'm doing that of others that are building their own projects too. So they can, they can be building alongside me and we can all kind of learn and grow and do that together. Um, excited about partnering up with some really cool projects. I'm actually looking at hosting a big NFT event in Seattle as well over the summer. So there's a lot in the works and a lot that I'm excited about. Earlier, I said, do less better is one of my current mantras. And then I just listed off 25 different things that I'm excited about doing. So I'm conscious of that as I embark on all of this. Some of those things are just ideas. Some of them are taking shape a bit more. Anyways, those are some of the things I'm excited about. Before I wrap up today, uh, we chatted about endless opportunities and setting boundaries, being targeted in your approach, marketing and community building. They're not the same, but both are super valuable. And then investing into your brand. So to say thank you to those of you who have already listened to this episode and are kind of made it all the way to the end, I'm actually gonna give away a couple NFTs to some listeners. And I'm going to give away a Satoshi's Index NFT, and I'm going to give away a leveling up NFT. And I didn't announce this anywhere. I had this idea right before I started recording this episode. So nobody else knows that this is happening. So if you're listening here, you have a chance at winning because this has not been announced. And I'm just now in the last minute or two of this episode, actually even sharing that I'm doing a giveaway. So congratulations. But Satoshi's Index, my good friend Lennox actually founded Satoshi's Index, which basically is an NFT that gives you access to a trading tool that simplifies investing in crypto and allows you to invest into a group of different cryptocurrencies that traditionally has actually doubled the return of investing in Bitcoin alone. He's a investing genius. That is not my strength. And so I'm excited to be leveraging that tool for my own investment strategy. This NFT gives you access to, so I'm gonna give one of those NFTs away. And then the second one is the leveling up NFT, which was put together by Eric Sue. 
and he hosts the Marketing School podcast. He runs a big marketing agency called Single Grain, and I've learned a lot from him over the years personally, and he's now all in on Web3. When I first started diving down the rabbit hole of Web3 and NFTs and all this stuff, I was looking at other marketers that I've followed, and very few of them had really been bullish on this space, but Eric Sue is one of the people that launched himself completely into it. He just launched this NFT, uh, which has some really cool perks, like a free ticket to an event and opportunities to learn from him. So if you like this podcast and you see value from this show, then you'll get a lot of value out of owning that NFT. So how do you win that giveaway? So just basically share this episode or any episode on Twitter or Instagram, you know, either way, Twitter or Instagram, tag me, tag Satoshi's Index or tag Leveling Up NFT, and then share one thing that you've learned or what you're enjoying about the podcast, and I'll send you a DM if you are one of the winners so I can send you the NFT. Like I said, I didn't announce this anywhere except right here at the end of the show. So if you're listening, you've got a chance to win. This is gonna be fun. And we'll see how this goes. Maybe I'll do this more in the future. I don't really know. This was kind of spontaneous. Anyways, thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for listening to this episode. In summary, there are heaps of opportunities for all of us set boundaries and be strategic about where you want to invest your time and energy as you're building, as you're marketing, be targeted in your approach, pick a niche, be specific about the community that you really do want to build. Three, marketing and community building. Marketing will bring a lot of eyes and attention. Community building building is a really important strategy and it's extremely important to be intentional about how you're fostering that community so that you actually retain, keep people around and that community is sticky and valuable for the, the people in that. Uh, and number four, invest in building your brand. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you're enjoying this, please give me a good rating. That would be amazing. I think this is the first time I've actually asked for that, but I would love for you to rate and review the show. Would love for you to share it on your social. And I really value it when you guys give me feedback. Um, so if you have ideas for a topic to cover or someone that would be valuable to connect with or have on the show, um, I love hearing your questions, love hearing what you guys are getting out of the episodes. So thank you so much for listening. See you on the next one.